Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! It's getting closer. Football. It's been here at the high school level, but it is coming right at us on Saturday uh, in both Missoula and in Bozeman. Plenty more football talk. Also got some volleyball talk today and uh, a whole bunch more. Welcome in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Appreciate you for joining us here on this Thursday We'll, we'll preview some of the matchups from around the state in high school football tomorrow. Some of my uh, quote-unquote hot tickets. I'm actually intrigued in the game that's going to be in Missoula tomorrow night. Great Falls CMR coming to the Garden City to take on Missoula Big Sky. So that should be a fun one. couple other big-time double-A games and, of course, uh, good games at the other levels as well. So we'll give you a couple of the games that I have my eye on that might be early season measuring sticks. We'll also hear from... Head coach of one of the teams in one of those games. Probably the game of the week in Class AA this this week. Bozeman Gallatin coming off of a 28-14 win over defending state champion Helena Capital. They host Missoula Sentinel. Gallatin's sort of the team that's that's punched their way into being in that contender group with some of the perennial contenders like Capital, like Bozeman High School, like their opponent, Missoula Sentinel. And uh, now Gallatin, can they prove it? They've already beat the defending state champs. They got the team that's won the previous two state championships before Helena Capital coming to town. And Bozeman Gallatin head coach Hunter Chandler will join us uh, here right off the top as part of our coach's corner. So looking forward to that. We also have the head coach of the reigning Class AA volleyball champions, Courtney Badbear, the head coach of Billings Senior, will join us uh, at about 430 Andrew, doing a nice job of collecting some prep interviews from around the state for us. Andrew Houghton, our producer. And he caught up with Courtney Badbear, as well as Harrison Shep. Harrison Shep is the middle linebacker for the Florence Falcons. They are off to a 1-0 start uh, as they are trying to defend times two, their Class B state championship. Uh, So we'll catch up with Hunter Shep as part of our Bitterroot Breakdown. Hour number two. Carol in the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports will come by for some laughs. And then we also have... Mike Uremovich, he is the uh, head coach of the Butler Bulldogs. They are making their way to Missoula to take on Montana at the Washington Grizzly Stadium on Saturday afternoon. High noon kickoff for the Grizz. We'll be on the air for our uh, annual, I guess, uh, home game ritual. Our ESPN College Game Day returns for, I guess, season six with me involved. I think they've been doing it for even a little bit longer than that around here at ESPN-MT. So excited to be back for another year. We're going to move it up a little bit. We're going to be a little bit earlier before games this year. 
uh, for a couple reasons, mostly because I knew a lot of you were making your way down to the stadium uh, an hour at least, or if not more, an hour too early. So we want to be on the radio while you're on your way down there. I just think that that's, that's the, the time you're going to listen the most. So um, we'll be on the air from 9.30 to 11 tomorrow. Kickoff is at high noon tomorrow. So, uh, or excuse me, on, on Saturday. I'm, I'm, I'm fast forwarding. We have so much high school football in the show today that I keep uh, thinking that it's Friday, but it's not. It's only a Thursday here. So we'll talk to Mike Uremovich, the head coach of the Butler Bulldogs, about 5.30 as well. That's your show outlook here on Nuanas Now. If you want to stream the show, you always can, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. Let's talk some high school football. Here's some of the top matchups, at least in my eyes here, uh, in the state of Montana this upcoming Friday night. I mentioned the game that's here in Missoula. Great Falls CMR against Missoula Big Sky. You also got the Glacier Wolfpack, who were, uh, it got out to a great start, 44-0 over Great Falls High last week. Uh, but the Wolfpack played an upstart building senior squad who won at Washington Grizzly Stadium against the Hellgate Knights last week, and the game's in building. So I've talked a couple times. Senior's kind of the team that's a little bit mysterious to me. I think we know who's really good and uh, who's a playoff contender and then maybe who's uh, going to have a hard time this year. Senior... They could be any of those, so uh, we'll see. But uh, take it on who is now the right now the top-ranked team in AA in Glacier coming to town, so uh, that's certainly a big one. Bozeman plays at Butte. That's the first matchup between those two teams for the uh, the home stake divide trophy. They actually really do have a trophy, but it's the first matchup since the 2019 state championship game when Asher Croy led the Bozeman Hawks past Tommy Malott and the Butte Bulldogs, and now they get to play a regular season game for the first time in a while. The reason it changed is that used to be sort of the inner city game for Bozeman and Butte because neither those are the only two AA towns that only had one high school. Well, then Bozeman adds Bozeman-Gallatin, so now they finish their season with a crosstown matchup. And Butte, because Bozeman, Gallatin, and Belgrade both are now in AA, they got moved from the Eastern AA to the Western AA. So they basically lost their rival, and the rivalry game that actually has a real trophy attached to it hasn't been played since 2019. So uh, that's sort of silly, uh, but, but that'll be a, a fun rivalry to have uh, renewed. So those are some of your best AA games. Uh, in Class A, uh, a couple of the top games include Laurel taking on uh, Fergus. That's uh, Lewistown for those keeping track. That should be a good one. Columbia Falls got off to a great start last week, and uh, they got a, a Browning team that, that showed a little bit last week as well. Uh, but I do think Columbia Falls, with the level of talent that they got, uh, I, I think that they're a true Class A contender. Butte Central at Hamilton should be an interesting game as well. Frenchtown and Corvallis, uh, those are, are pretty close in proximity, so that should be a good turnout and uh, a fun matchup. Uh, but Class A, maybe not as many primetime matchups as AA has uh, this week. And uh, then in Class B, Cutbank got off to a 1-0 start. And now they got Jefferson, who's definitely a good team, but they lost to Florence handily last week. So can Jefferson bounce back? Can Cutbank keep the, keep the, uh, the good start going? Uh, that's one of the best Class B games uh, in the state. Three Forks versus Shepard uh, should be a pretty good one as well. Broadwater, uh, that's Townsend, takes on Florence Carlton in Florence. So, again, we'll hear from uh, Florence's middle linebacker, Harrison Shep, a little later on here uh, in Nuanas now. But a good one in Florence. Uh, Loyola, they're at home. They take on the Manhattan Tigers at 7 p.m. Uh, they're at Rollins Field, just right by my house. Uh, so that should be a good one. Loyola off to a 1-0 start, as is Manhattan. And Manhattan always one of the better programs. There's a little, little pseudo-rivalry there between Manhattan and, and uh, Loyola. There's a lot of rivalries in, or in, uh, in... Well, Loyola has a lot of rivals, and also there's a lot of rivalries in Class B because there's sort of like these stalwart programs. To me, though, the game of the week is in Bozeman, and it's between the Gallatin Raptors and the Sentinel Spartans. The Spartans, uh, Dane Oliver's been there for a really long time now, over a decade, and the the rebuild that then he turned into 
a, a scalable and now one of the most successful programs in the state of Montana. It's been impressive. There was a day, and a lot of people around Missoula remember, there was a day when Sentinel wasn't any good. They had a hard time getting anything done uh, in terms of winning. And now here they are working on a streak of four straight semifinal bursts in the Class AA playoffs. They had back-to-back state championships, which were their first and second state championships of the last uh, 50-plus years. Uh, So it's certainly been a great job there by Dane Oliver and his staff. And uh, now the new program that's on the rise, the new program that that went from nothing to to really good pretty fast, is Bozeman Gallatin. I've known Hunter Chandler since he was a senior in high school. I tell the story here during this interview recorded earlier this week. Well, it's time now for our Coach's Corner where we highlight various head coaches from around a variety of high school sports from around the state of Montana. And a first-time guest here, but a guy that I actually knew way back in the day. I don't know if he remembers me, but I remember him as a great high school football player uh, a little more than a decade ago. But now he's the head coach for the Bozeman Gallatin Raptors, one of the teams on the rise in Class AA. It's Hunter Chandler joining us here uh, on Nuanas now here on ESPN Radio and uh, SWX Montana Television. Coach, appreciate you taking the time, man. How you doing? Good, yeah, appreciate you having us, you know, having me on here and covering us and uh, all of you for sports in Montana. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And uh, I've actually gotten some intel on your program a little bit. Uh, go back with J.P. Flynn a little ways. I know he was helping out and uh, Tucker Yates was helping out for a time, too. I don't know if those guys are still helping you this year. Um, oh, yeah, they're still here. They are good. Great. I'm glad yeah. to hear it. So, uh, you know, they came on my uh, Catching Up with the Cats podcast series, and we talked all about what they've been up to, but also they've mentioned coaching there. So I know a little bit about it, but just tell me about building up Gallatin from from the ground floor. I mean, a, a, a relatively new high school. You guys have only been around for a couple of years as a program. What do you like about this challenge, and how have you guys been able to build it up like you have? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, I think initially the – you know, coming over here was obviously going to be a big, uh, you know, a big challenge, and it was going to be a process. Um, you know, the new school is nice, but, uh, you know, we knew coming over, you know, you're not going to have seniors. It's going to take a little bit of while. you got to build it up. Um, but I think the biggest thing that we've really tried to do is, you know, the biggest thing for us has been the weight room. Um, you know, getting our kids in there and, um, you know, making them, you know, they're, they're spending time together every single day. They're pushing themselves. They're, uh, you know, building that brotherhood. And that's the biggest thing for us, you know, starting out. And we feel like we've done a pretty good job in there. Um, you know, we have a lot of coaches that show up every day and help out. And uh, that's kind of been the foundation of where we've, we've built everything on. And, um, you know, that first year, getting blown out a lot, um, losing a lot, and just, you know, keep trying to reassure the kids that we got to stick to the process, keep going back to work, you know, we're going to get better. Um, and this year, kind of going into this year, it's pretty exciting, you know, having our, our first class that'll be with us for four years. Um, you know, these guys kind of opened up the school and they were freshmen, and, uh, you know, they've, they've done a great job of buying into everything that we're doing and, uh, you know, just putting in the work and the foundation for, for years to come. Well, I think it's so cool, and I think it's so cool for a young coach like you to have this opportunity as well. I mentioned that uh, I had re- remembered you from back in the day, but you were on the 2010 Bozeman High School team that broke through in a big way. I mean, I think Bozeman High School hadn't won a, a state championship since like 1919 or something like that <laughs> before yeah. you guys broke through. Uh, but just take people through in between. You, you won that state championship there with the Hawks, then you went and played in college, right? Yeah, so I uh... – I went up to MSU Northern. Right. I was recruited by uh, Kyle Sampson and Mark Sampson. Those two guys were, you know, real big influences on me. Um, you know, Kyle Sampson, man, he's a hell of a recruiter. Great um, recruiter. You know, yep. does a good job. Um, but, yeah, you know, went up there and played football for four years for those guys. Um, had a great time. You know, got a, got a teaching degree. And then when I got done, actually, Mark at the time had the had the head uh, have high job. Sure. So he was transitioning back into high school. Um, you know, he gave me a call and, and uh, you know, obviously had a great experience with him as, as my coach as a player. And, you know, to get the chance to learn from him and kind of go through that process was really awesome. Um, you know, we came to a team at Haver High that had kind of struggled, you know, a couple years before we got there. And, and we definitely had some talent there, um, had some guys. But we ended up actually losing to Dylan, um, Dylan High in the semifinals when Troy Anderson was uh, – you know, was was ripping around the high school, and so uh, you know, couldn't stop him, and we ended up losing to those guys. But that was a great experience, and then you know, came down to, to Bozeman and uh, student taught down there, and uh, it was kind of you know, just kind of timing, you know, things, and, and and it's weird how things work out in life. But um, my head coach in high school, Troy Purcell had just uh, taken a college job at the University of Idaho, and so his teaching job actually opened up. Oh yeah. Uh, 
you know, interviewed for that, got that job. And, uh, you know, I coached um, football and wrestling there for about five or six years. And then when this opened up, um, you know, applied for it, got it. And then, uh, you know, have been have been here ever since and just, you know, loving it and just keep trying to build the program. And uh, it's got a lot of good people involved. Well, congratulations, man. That's awesome. And it's great to hear, uh, to fill it in the blanks of your story. Hunter Chandler joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. He's the head coach of Gallatin High School. Uh, they're coming off a big win over defending state champ uh, Helena Capital this last weekend. 28-14, the Raptors come out uh, on top. Uh, we'll get to the here and now, but I have a couple more on, on that same vein. You, you've been around so many great coaches in your life, whether it's you know playing for Coach Purcell in high school or the, you know, the Samson boys. I know there were some former Bobcats that were on the coaching staff uh, when, when you were uh, playing for the Hawks, and, and uh, you know, then you got to be a, a, around a lot of great guys uh, since you've been a coach as well. How, how much have you taken from those guys? How much has that influenced you? You know, a ton. Um... You know, those guys just, yeah, I've been exposed to a lot of great people in my life, been really blessed in that sense. Um, you know, and a couple other guys too, you know, like obviously I was there with, uh, with Levi, you know, Levi took over for, uh, for Coach Purcell when yep. he left and got to be around him. And obviously, you know, he's awesome, does, does a great job, um, runs a really good program. So learned a lot, you know, being over there. And that was a, that was a fun experience, you know, and winning that, you know, the trip of the last year. Um, you know, Dan Thatcher is another really good guy. He's a O-line coach from Montana Tech, but he was over there at Bozeman too when I was there. You know, he was awesome. Um, and then, you know, a, a really big one that actually was a big influence just in my life in general was our uh, um, our wrestling coach that was actually at Bozeman High, um, Nate Lazovich. Of course. He's, uh, He's the head wrestling coach over here at Gallatin. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's also the dean of students here. But he was a big guy in my life that was just a huge influence, big role model, um, kind of a mentor, you know, someone that I always kind of wanted to emulate myself after. And, uh, you know, he was another big kind of deciding factor in coming over to Gallatin in the first place. But, uh, yeah, he's, he, he's, you know, he's just great with the relationships and always gets kids to go to battle for him. Um, and, you know, I was one of them, too. I would have done anything for him. So, um, yeah, those, all those guys kind of, you know, help shape you and uh, try to take the best things from each one and then just kind of, you know, find your own way. Well, you got to tell Laz I said hi. Uh, I will. Josh Lazovich, his brother, one of my great friends, boy, high school basketball coach, and uh, a yeah. guy that I've spent a lot of time with. So uh, I remember Nate from back in the day, though. He's been doing it right for a long time. So uh, got to tell Laz hi. Uh, let's talk about the here and now. Let's talk about your team. You guys are coming off this great win. So first of all, just uh, what did you think of your team's preparation and then their performance? Uh, a daunting task to open with the defending state champs, but do you guys – uh, took care of business in uh, in pretty pretty impressive fashion on Friday night. Yeah, you know we were. I think we were pretty excited, kind of going to that in the off season. Um, you know, playing them. You know, such a great program, such a story program, and then also, um, you know, having Sentinel Week Two. You know, just and Sentinel's probably been the best program the past you know however many years they kind of dominated. Um, and so you know, our kids are going in the off season. I think we were all excited about that. Something really good to work for, and then also just kind of find out where you're at early on. You know, playing such quality opponents. Um, so I think it kind of sets you up well for the rest of the year. Um, but yeah, that game, you know, going into that game, I think our kids were, were really excited. I think you always kind of are the first game, you know, you've done so much preparation throughout the winter, spring and summer that you're just really chomping at the bit to get in there and play. Um, but you know, I thought that was a really physical game. I thought that was one of the harder hitting football games I've kind of seen. Um, you know, a lot of good pops on both sides, good energy. Um, you know, but and, and I think everyone would kind of say the same. You know, when you're playing the first couple of games of the year, you know, sloppy kind of gets thrown around a lot. And I thought, you know, we were sloppy. I'm sure other teams, you know, again would kind of say the same. But um, I think you know we we, we missed some plays and, and had a few uh, things you know that we definitely need to kind of clean up here moving forward. Um, but you know, I was excited about the kids and and. Uh, and their effort you know they played real hard um you know and we kind of went into you know a hostile environment and i think they responded well and, and also you know we had two quarterbacks that were kind of playing for the for the first time at the varsity level so i think those guys got a little jitters out after the first series and kind of settled in and um, we're really excited about those two guys moving forward hunter chandler galton high school joining us here on nuana's now his new nuana's now debut the Raptors coming off a great run to the semifinals a year ago in the Class AA playoffs and uh, expecting big things. Uh, ranked in the top three in the latest Treasure State media poll and uh, certainly a team with a lot of hype around them. Uh, how do you sort of handle that as a program, Coach? I mean, when, when you go from um, sort of the, the team that's taking their lumps when, when it's year one to then a, sort of an up, upstart team to then a, a real contender last year and now one of the teams that's expected to be a big-time contender. I mean, how do, how do you hope or how do you go about sort of handling those expectations? 
Yeah, you know, I think that's always kind of a tricky thing, but, you know, just kind of trying to silence um, everything on the outside and really just focus in on us. Um, yeah, you know, the, I think the last three years we were definitely an underdog in, in most of the games we played, and, and rightfully so. Um, and still this year, you know, we haven't we haven't really proven anything yet. So, uh, you know, we're really just trying to focus on every single week, you know, whoever we're playing and um, continually trying to get better so that at the end of the season we're the best version that we can be of our team. Um you know, but yeah, definitely, definitely some hype and, you know, a lot of people even just talking to me and I'm like, you know, it's just, it's all about the process, right? Everyone says it, but it, it truly is, you know, how, you know, how are you going to practice? How are you going to lift weights? You know, how much are you going to focus in meetings? Um, those type of things. But, you know, we definitely have some talent, but, uh, you know, every Friday night, it's just, it's all, you know, whatever team plays the best and shows up, that's a team that's going to win. And so we just try to prepare as best we can. And, uh, you know, we're, we're really just focusing on Missoula Sentinel this week. Um, you know, a really, really good quality opponent. Certainly talk about the Spartans here in just a minute, but, but one more question just about procedure. I'm looking at your guys' website and uh, looking at your practice times. You guys have been going in the morning sometimes. What, what do you like about that? And, and also a lot of discipline and structure to this schedule it uh, seems like a tenant of your program. So, I mean, how do you think that helps you guys just from a program perspective? Yeah, you know, I think I think it's good. Um, you know, but at the same time, I don't think you know. And I tell our coaches this and our kids this all the time. But I mean, we're not we're not special in what we do. Um, all the good programs and, totally. and these teams in Double A are, are good, and they all kind of do the same thing, right? Everyone lists. Everyone has meetings. Um, you know, everyone practices. So, you know, how do you try to separate yourself? And obviously the talent and stuff like that is, is a, is a major, major factor, but also just the way you approach those things and your mentality going into them and, and how much you take advantage of that. Um, but yeah, no, I think we have a, you know, not to say we couldn't do a little bit more. Um, you know, some people probably, I don't know, there's people over the spectrum in terms of, you know, we're not doing enough, you're doing too much. Um, but I think we're kind of right on that edge of, of kind of where we need to be um, to prepare and, and try to make the most of the time that you do have. Um, you know, and we also talk a lot about, too, you know, we all got lives outside of football. We all have, you know, things that we're dealing with. Um, but, you know, when we're in football and nothing else matters and, you know, when we're done with that, you know, when we're done with practice or lifting or film and, you know, we can all pick those things up and, and go about and, and deal with those things. But in the moment, you know, we're just focused in on the task at hand. We got to love it. You got uh, one of the best programs in the state coming uh to take on this upcoming uh, Friday in Missoula Sentinel. So uh, what, what are your initial thoughts? What are your, what's your initial scout on the Spartans? Yeah, you know, um, obviously they're, they're, uh, they're uh, just a really, really good program. Um, and honestly, probably been the standard for the past however many years in the state. Um, you know, even when they've graduated guys, they just kind of reload and, uh, you know, they just, they have, they're, you know, they got athletes all over the place. They're, they're big. Um, they're well coached. You can tell they know what they're doing. They know what their assignment is on, um, on both sides of the ball and also in the kicking game. Um, so yeah, you know, and, and, uh, those kids too, and, you know, I'm sure they got a lot of confidence, um, just how successful they've been. And yeah, they just have one of the premier programs and, and, uh, you know, we're excited about just kind of seeing where we're at against, a, against a team of this quality. Hunter Chandler coaches corner here on Nuanas now. Appreciate you being here, man. Thanks so much. Best of luck on Friday. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks again for covering us um, and all the stuff that you do for, you know, covering sports in Montana and um, giving us some exposure. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, appreciate you, Hunter. And uh, always great and cool to see uh, young men doing what they love. I mean, it's great to see anybody that's doing something at a successful and high level. But when when somebody lives a life of football and and then gets great influences like Hunter Chandler just talked about there and, and then gets to be able to pass those on, I mean, Shoot, I mean, do the math. I guess he graduated high school in 2010, so he, he's probably only about 30 years old. So, I mean, he's one of the youngest coaches in the state, and uh, they're doing a great job there uh, at Gallatin High. So, um, appreciate Hunter Chandler for his uh, first appearance here on Nuanas Now. It's our coach's corner uh, where we make the rounds with high school coaches all the way around the state of Montana. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. We'll give you a preview of what's going on in the big sky. A whole bunch of teams open up tonight the college football season from the Big Sky Conference in non-conference action, of course. We're also going to hear from Courtney Badbear coming up. She is the head coach of the Billings Senior Volleyball Team, the reigning AA champions uh, on the volleyball court. That's next. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio.
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. He's new on his now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Oh, it's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Duanez. We're about half an hour away from Big Sky Conference football beginning. Obviously, the conference openers are not for about another month, but Big Sky Conference teams will be in action tonight, including the head coaching debut of a former Grizz linebacker turned the head man at Sacramento State. Andy Thompson coaches his first game as the head guy there at Sac State. He's been at Sac State the last three years during their uh, ascent to three-time Big Sky Conference champions. He takes over for Troy Taylor, uh, but a guy that played linebacker for Montana uh, in the early um, 2000s and a married Montana girl, so still has Montana and specifically Missoula ties. His Sac State squad on the road. Nichols is who they play, formerly Nichols State. It's in Louisiana somewhere. Uh, Heard that it's about 100% humidity where they're at. So certainly going to be an interesting deal. But that game kicks off at 5 p.m. tonight. Other Big Sky Conference teams in action tonight. Idaho is at Lamar. That game kicks at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Northern Colorado's at Abilene Christian. That game kicks 6 p.m. Mountain Time. UC Davis is at Texas A&M Commerce. That game also kicks at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. And Weber State is at home tonight as well. They they host uh, Division II Central Washington. Other FCS games of interest tonight, defending national champion South Dakota State, they open up tonight against Western Oregon. That's a D2. So it should be a pretty easy win for the, uh, the Jackrabbits, but you never know. Southern Utah, former Big Sky member, they're at Arizona State. That's also uh, the debut of several... Big Sky players who matriculated their way to ASU. Uh, Bo Baldwin, the former Eastern Washington and Cal Poly head coach, he's now the OC there at Arizona State. He uh, helped Arizona State identify and recruit Cameron Scadaboo, who's the reigning Big Sky MVP at Sac State last year. He's now at ASU. And Xavier Gilroy, who's one of the best wide receivers in the league at Idaho State, he's now at Arizona State as well. So it's a Big Sky flavor there in that ASU-Southern uh, Utah game. Uh, what are some other good ones here on the docket? South Dakota at Missouri uh, could be kind of interesting for sure. William and Mary versus Campbell. William and Mary is the number four ranked team in the in the FCS in the preseason polls, but they're only 12 and a half point favorites on the road at Campbell. So maybe Campbell's better than people are giving them credit for. That could be an interesting one. Eastern Illinois, uh, Indiana State also uh, maybe an interesting one as well from Tara Hout. So there's your... Uh, You'll look at what's going down in the FCS tonight, and then we'll have a full preview of what's going on on Saturday as well. From college to high school. Prep coverage rolls on here on Nuanez Now. A lot of prep football coverage we're bringing you every weekday here on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, but plenty of other fall sports getting underway as well. And we're bringing you a little high school volleyball today. Courtney Badbear, the head coach of the Billings Senior Volleyball Team, joining us on Nuanez Now. Courtney and Billings Senior, the Bronx were one of the, the best prep stories regardless of sport in the state. Last year, she was a great player there at Billings Senior, came back last year, and in her first year as head coach, leads the Bronx to the Class AA state title. Courtney, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. So let's get started here. You guys have already kicked off the season 2-0 and with a couple of wins last weekend. What was it like being back out on the court, and what else did you take away from those first couple matches? 
Um, we were definitely very anxious to get back on the court. You know, you train for two two weeks, um, and so to come out, uh, we're running a couple new rotations. We lose um, some players from last season, so trying to get, you know, uh, figure out our rotations, stuff like that, Who, what six work best out there, um, and things like that. So it was a really exciting weekend to be able to, you know, get two wins under our belt um, with a new team, um, new players that are starting to step up into roles that graduating seniors left open for them. Billing Senior Volleyball opening the 2023 season with straight set wins over Butte and Helena last weekend. Courtney Badbear, the head coach of that Billing Senior Volleyball team, joining us here on Nuanez Now. Courtney, tell me a little bit about your team this season. Who did you lose from last year? And then who's stepping up to fill those roles? So we lose uh, some four key players from last year, um, graduated some pretty great seniors. We lose the Gatorade Player of the Year um, and the Eastern Conference Player of the Year as well, Riley Kogelshack. And so those are some very big shoes to fill. Um, luckily for me, I have kids that, are, that were ready um, to step up. They're ready to embrace the role of those big shoes that Riley had left for, um, you know, incoming players and stuff like that. And so it's really nice to have some hungry kids. Um, you know, Addie Falls Down is now my new setter for a team, and she's coming off an injury um, and stuff like that. So just to see her come out, um, you know, and just kind of take it with um, some confidence and step into that role. You know, she's very hungry. Um, she's ready to prove herself and stuff like that. And then, of course, we have Leela Ormsby um, come back. She's, um, you know, one of Montana's greatest volleyball players ever play and so it's really fun to be able to coach her um she sets the standard for our team very high um you know she makes everyone around her better because of her high level of play um and then we also have piper jetty um who was one of our starting outsides last year who is just coming in and stepping into that leadership role very nicely people want to follow her and she wants to lead and so i'm really excited for these underclassmen who are now upperclassmen um, to come in and embrace, you know, those leadership roles both on and off the court. As a coach, how do you prepare a player, somebody who's transitioning to becoming an upperclassman, to step into shoes like that? As you mentioned, Riley Kogelshack was the best player in the state last year. How do you go about in the off season, coming into the season, preparing these girls? Is it about getting their confidence up, or what can you do as a coach? Um, you know, I try to put them in situations, um, you know, where they have opportunities to grow, um, you know, not only as a player, but, you know, in their mental space, we do a lot of, you know, mentally challenging drills, mentally challenging workouts, um, you know, so they have to really embrace, you know, the tough and embrace the stuff that comes along with training at a high level. And so, um, you know, just calling them higher, um, just making sure that they understand, you know, we put goals out there exactly where they want to be at the end of the season, where they want to be in three weeks. And we find ways to, um, you know, prep them for those, train them for those. And so luckily for us last year, we had our setter, um, that is our new setter this year. She trained with Riley all season last year. And so she competed with her and stuff like that. So this year's really no different for her um, just now that, that she's setter number one and not setter number two, um, things like that. So, Courtney Badbear, the head volleyball coach at Billings Senior, joining us for a prep extra here on Nuanez Now. Bronx off to a 2-0 start this season as they look to defend their Class AA state title from last fall. Courtney, for you, is this year any different? I mean, last year was was your first year as coach. You have the great story going all the way to the state championship and winning that. But have you grown in this offseason or what's different for you? Yeah, um, you know, I've kind of, I um, set the bar really high, obviously, in my first season. Um, It's coming out and being the defending state championships, you know, that can come with a lot of pressure. Um, I just look at it as a great opportunity, you know, to put senior high back on top. Um, That was one of my goals is to make senior high, you know, a great uh, program again. And so my focus is how are we going to, you know, achieve our goals this 
um, with this team, with this uh, different morale that we have, um, different players and stuff like that, and how do I prepare these kids, um, you know, for our next match, um, for the state championship, stuff like that, divisionals, um, and how I'm going to prepare them, you know, to eventually go on and play collegiately if that's um, what's in their future. So for me, I just try to make sure that, um, you know, I read a lot of leadership books. I talk to a lot of great coaches. Um, Luckily for me, I have a lot of great coaches that have coached me um, that are great friends of mine and stuff like that. So I'm always picking people's brains about, you know, different rotations that we can run. How can um, I grow volleyball at senior high? How I can make sure that I'm preparing these kids, um, you know, to have another great season. It's a great answer. A couple more questions here for Courtney Badbear, the head coach of the volleyball team over there at Billings Senior. First off, what's the the rest of Class AA looking like this year? Have you gotten the chance to scout and sort of what are the other teams that you're looking at around the state? Yeah, um, Eastern AA is going to be very tough again. Um, I think that's something that I really like about our conference is that it's going to be a battle every match uh, that we face. Uh, Gallatin is going to be very tough. Um, West, you know, they have most of their returner, their starters returning. Um, they have some really great players there. Um, I think those two teams are going to be, you know, very much at the top of the pack. Um, and they will give us, you know, some tough matches and stuff like that. So, um, I'm grateful to be a part of, you know, such tough conference. Um, you know, you kind of get to the state tournament and that's the only place you are challenged. And so for us, not only are we challenged every single match by our opponents in our conference, but also, um, every single day in practice, um, I try to put a competitive six on the other side. Um, and so that we're prepared, um, to be able to, come and compete against our opponents because there's never going to be an easy one. And then last thing for you, what's next for you guys? What are your upcoming matches and sort of what's going to play out these next couple weeks for Billing Senior Volleyball as we're still kind of getting into the season here? Yeah, so this week we're preparing for uh, the Belgrade crossover. So this weekend we play a couple teams from the West and then we have about a week and a half before we have um, kickoff conference. And so um, right now we're just focused on how we can prepare um, to be ready for the opportunity to play against some of the West teams before we kick off our um, regular conference with the Great Falls schools and stuff like that. So for us, we're just kind of trying to find rotations that work well for us, um, rotations that are competitive and strong and six that are going to be out there and they're ready to compete and start to defend our state title. Well, there you go. It was one of the greatest high school sports stories around the state of Montana. Last year, Courtney Badbear in her first year as the head volleyball coach at her alma mater of Billings Senior. In fact, just a year or two removed from her own college volleyball career at Montana Tech. Uh, She leads the Bronx back to the state title in Class AA trying to repeat things this year. Courtney, it's been great talking to you. It's been good catching up, and we'll hope to continue to hear from you throughout the season. But good luck all year, and uh, thanks for taking the time with us today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, and go Bronx. What an interesting gal to listen to. She's just such a good interview. Uh, these these young coaches in Montana, they just really impress me. And uh, a, lot of young, a lot of good young people around the Treasure State right now. A lot of good young people... Uh, leading other young people uh, as high school coaches. So uh, pretty cool. Pretty lucky here uh, in the Treasure State. Well, it's now ESPN Radio. More high school. Harrison Shep, inside linebacker for the Florence Falcons, joins us next. Keep it right here. 102.9 ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life.
is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. It's probably just because of how old I was at the time when I first listened to that album. But that album blew my mind. <laughs> A little live for you on the way back here on Nuanas Now. Thanks so much for joining us. I am Coulter Nuanas. This is 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as maybe you're watching statewide TV, SWX Montana Television. Or maybe you're uh, streaming on the ESPN MT app. No matter how you're tuning in, appreciate you for being here. Florence is the two-time defending Class B state champions in football. But they don't have Pat Duchesne Jr. anymore. Uh, Duchesne Jr. is now at Montana State after a record-setting and uh, really, really nice career there at Florence. And so the big question mark is how do you replace this outstanding quarterback, the legend of the semis as a sophomore, and then back-to-back state championships as a uh, junior and a senior they also had a whole bunch of other really talented guys like uh, Tristan Payette and Blake Shoup and Ethan Abbott and Jonathan Lumen. The, the latter two both uh, who played at Montana State, Ethan Abbott done now at MSU, but Jonathan Lumen, a, uh, probably a redshirt freshman, going to redshirt there this year. So when you got multiple Division One offensive linemen, you got a Division One quarterback, you have multiple Frontier Conference-level skill guys, you're going to be pretty good in <laughs> Class B. All those guys are gone. So what's next? But... Florence got off to a nice start, 27-0 uh, over Jefferson Panthers last week. So we caught up with one of the key players for the Falcons, Harrison Shep. Joining us now as we continue our look at high school sports down in the Bitterroot Valley on the Bitterroot Breakdown. It's brought to you by Farmers State Bank. Florence Carlton football two-time defending state champions, 1-0 this season after beating Jefferson 27 to nothing last Friday. They're taking on Broadwater County this Friday at home. Falcons linebacker Harrison Shep joining us on the Bitterroot Breakdown. Harrison, man, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, let's just get started here. What was it like last week just to be back out on the field hitting somebody who wasn't wearing your guys' colors? Um, it was great. Um, senior year, first came back. I need to back out there and uh, go play with your teammates. You know, one last run for your high school, so want to go have fun. It was really uh, it was a good experience. You guys got the shutout last week against Jefferson. What was working for you guys? What was your read on sort of where you guys are at in the first game of the season? You know, um, obviously, first week of the season, we have a lot to still work on. Um, defensively and offensively, uh, coaches made a great game plan, um, for the game. We executed pretty well, uh, but Jefferson's a great team. Uh, didn't think that the outcome would be that way, but, uh, obviously if we play them again, it'll be a much better game. Jefferson's a great team have a lot of great players and, uh, you know, just happy to get the win and move on. Did you feel yourself getting a little more comfortable as the game went on or were you right back into it right away? You know, first game jitters had to get a little bit of that out. Uh, first couple drives offensively and defensively took a couple plays to get really in back in the groove. But after a couple drives, we started to get seeing things, a lot of new guys, so a lot of new starters and seeing how they lined up uh helping them out but uh after we got the jitters out things started to flow a little easier yeah well let's talk about that a little bit you guys have have been really good the last two seasons you've had a lot of talent move through that florence carlton football program what's different this year you're a senior you've come up under some some great talent the last couple of years now you're a senior what's changed for you this year you're the one who's telling the new kids where to go Obviously, um, we have a winning culture that our coach has built here and um, a bigger-than-me mentality that we just keep preaching every year and uh, everything we do is for each other. Um, but teaching the young guys is good. They've seen how all the older and experienced, very good players played and um, playing against them in practice really helped them. And they uh, really kept a lot of their knowledge from the past couple of years and have helped that translate into this year. So young guys, a lot of young guys have stepped up and um, hopefully they take on their new roles and play well with it this year. 
Florence Carlton taking on Broadwater this week. Any thoughts about that game? I mean, what's the scout? What are you looking forward to? And, of course, it's your first home game of the season, so does that give you a little extra juice going into it? Oh, yeah, first home game, home opener. Super excited for that. Give our Florence community a great game. Um, but, you know, Thompson's a good team. I have a couple great athletes. Um, but we're just going to look to execute our own game plan and uh, keep progressing from last week, getting better at places that we lacked um, physicality and effort last week, trying to improve on that this week. And uh, go 1-0 this week, just like we do every week. Try to focus on that week and that week only. So we're going to focus on Townsend this week and hopefully come out with a win. Florence Carlton linebacker Harrison Shep joining us for the Bitterroot Breakdown, the defending state champions off to a 1-0 start in 2023. How do you guys handle where your program is at. Do you feel like there's a target on your back? And and how do you guys handle just the success that the program has had with you guys being now back-to-back defending state champions? You know, our coaches preach, always go 1-0 every week to not focus on the future or the past. Um, So, I mean, going in every year, the focus for teams all around the state is the state championship. Um, But to do that back-to-back years is something special. And the opportunity to even go three straight years is even more crazy. Um, but, yeah, we do feel pressure, and uh, but that's fine. We handle it well. We try to stay off social media and uh, try to focus on ourselves and progressing ourselves to get better each week. And, um, yeah. It's a good mindset. You guys, of course, have a, a new quarterback this year with Patrick Duchesne Jr. now in Bozeman on the Montana State football team. Who's the new guy for you this year, and what have you thought about their development? You know, Ethan Alexander, a senior that's been a great player for us the past couple of years, has played behind Patrick. He's helping at quarterback. He's helping also mentor Mason Arlington, a junior, that played the majority of last week's game. And he has learned from Patrick and Ethan and has stepped up these past couple weeks to try to help lead this team to win throughout the season. And he's done well. I'm really proud of him. Um, Obviously, he knows and we all know that we all need to get better. And um, as we work through the season, we'll all get a lot better. And by the end, he should be, Mason and Ethan both, should be solid quarterbacks for us. Well, they've got the pipeline rolling down there. At Florence Carlton, two-time defending Class B state champions, off to a 1-0 start here in 2023, taking on Townsend this week. Senior linebacker Harrison Shep joining us for a little Bitterroot breakdown here on Nuanez Now. I appreciate your time. Good talking with you, and uh, and good luck this week and throughout the rest of the season. We'll be in touch with you. Yes, thank you for having me. Thanks to Harrison Shep, and thanks to Andrew Houghton for the great interview. Also appreciate Farmer State Bank. The Bitterroot Breakdown, presented by Farmer State Bank. Checking in on all things uh, sports in the Bitterroot Valley, with uh, obviously heavy angle on high school sports, since that's the, the main show down there in the Bitterroot. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Here's an interesting one. Uh, one of the big time, uh, one of the best big time college football games that's on tonight. It will be a primetime game in Salt Lake City, University of Utah, who's preseason number fourteen. They will host the Florida Gators uh, at six p.m. It was when the kick is. Here's a stat I saw earlier. I, I needed to archive it on my phone, so I made sure to, to favorite it on Twitter. This is from Brett McMurphy. Florida's game at Utah tonight is the Gators' first non-conference road game outside of Florida. And you ready for this? 11,667 days. (laughs) The last time Florida played a non-conference road game outside of Florida came on September 21st, 1991. That day they played at Syracuse and they lost 38-21. Kirby Dardar a Tampa Bay, Florida product, 
return the opening kick for a touchdown for the Orange. Uh, amazing. Part of this is, you know, yeah, I think the implication here is that, okay, Florida only plays in-state or just straight-up home non-conference games. I mean, when you're Florida, you can you can buy a couple non-conference games for sure. You can definitely get yourself two, two or three non-conference games at the Swamp in any given year. But the other part where you have to sort of be fair here is that Florida plays Florida State every year, and that's not a conference game. That's a non-conference game usually. Uh, who knows what it's going to be in the future. Maybe uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State ends up in the SEC like Florida. Uh, and then also Florida plays Miami more often than not. So, you know, I mean, those are two powerhouse programs. So it's not like you're dodging anybody. If you know you're going to play the, the Seminoles for one of your non-conferences every year, and you also know that uh, you can get the Hurricanes on the schedule. Oh, and then, oh, by the way, Central Florida and South Florida have become uh, pretty competitive as well. You can play a lot of in-state games. You're not necessarily just playing, you know, the Jacksonville states of the world or the you know the it, it, some sort of FCS cream puff or something. You, you, you're playing some some big time schools. Either way, though, it's just a, a startling and amazing uh, stat. Eleven thousand six hundred and sixty-seven days since the last time Florida played a non-conference football game outside of the uh, the state of Florida. That'd be a good one. Utah is always good. It's, they've been really good uh, as of late. I actually think they're one of the most underrated programs in the country. If you were to ask who's been the cream of the crop in the Pac-12 the last 10 or so years, Oregon and Washington have certainly both been right there. Washington State's been a little bit better than than not. But the, besides, probably outside of Washington, I think the answer would be Utah. Utah's been really good under Kyle Whittingham. I think the stability is one of the reasons why. Utah also has great high school football, and they have done a great job of in-state recruiting. And uh, in terms of the teams that have shifted and sort of moved up and ascended, we got to remember, Utah was in the Mountain West when Urban Meyer was there. Now they're a bona fide powerhouse, uh, power five school, especially in football. So all that said, Utes are only a six-point favorite against the Gators tonight. So uh, could be, should be. A uh, good game, and uh, it'll be fun to watch uh, college football involving Big Sky teams and involving some of the big-time teams uh, as well. You want us now? ESPN Radio. Our one of the books, Hour 2, coming at you. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. Swings by for some laughs. Right after this, keep it right here. 102.9 ESPN MT. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.